what we're about to talk about is not biblically recorded fact, but educated speculation based upon the biblical facts that we do have. All right? Just wanted to add that disclaimer there in case I'm wrong. Most conservative Bible scholars believe that the moment the Holy Spirit entered into the body of Jesus Christ at his baptism, that it was at that precise moment that Jesus came into what Bible scholars call his full knowledge. What do they mean by his full knowledge? What does that mean? Well, in the book of Hebrews, in chapter 5, verse 8, there's a very strange verse. A very strange verse. It says, although Jesus was the Son of God, he learned obedience from the things which he suffered. Jesus learned? He learned obedience? I thought Jesus never sinned. Uh, why would he have to learn obedience if he never had a problem with sin? What, what does this mean? And besides, I thought Jesus was God. I thought God knew everything. How does one who knows everything learn? Well, you got to remember, Jesus Christ was the human incarnation of one of the three identities who in a higher dimension exists as one God. We call that the Trinity. The word Trinity doesn't appear anywhere in the Bible. It's just a word that Bible scholars have been using for the past 2,000 years because until recently we didn't understand the physics of hyperspaces or spaces with more than three dimensions. God exists in more than three dimensions. And I don't want to get into all that here. We cover that exhaustively. But anyway, God is one God. But he exists hyperdimensionally in three persons. And it's always been that way. But 2,000 years ago, one of those three chose to separate himself from the other two when he entered into our three-dimensional space-time domain and became a human. Now, that's biblical fact. So far, we're on solid ground. But here's where the speculation begins. How much did he lose by becoming a human? How much did he lose by becoming a human? John chapter 1 says that before, he was one with God, before time and space. It says he was with the Creator and was the Creator, getting into his hyperdimensional attributes. But he apparently stripped himself of all that to become a human. During that transition, how much did he lose? We do know he lost the ability to be everywhere at once. Jesus, the human had to walk from point A to point B. So he didn't exist everywhere. We can assume, even though the scriptures don't say, I think it's very safe to assume that he lost his ability to speak. Did he come out of his mother's womb knowing how to talk? I don't think so. When he's in the manger, all we have recorded there are the words of Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds. Not a peep out of Jesus. A couple of years later, the Bible still doesn't record any words from him. All we have during that period are the words of the Magi, the wise men, when they visited Mary and Joseph's home to present gifts. So like any other human, Jesus had to learn how to speak. Now to me, that is really weird and incredible. The one who spoke the universe into existence, the one who said, let there be light. He became a man and had to be taught by humans how to talk. The one who spoke to Moses from the burning bush, who authored and dictated the book of Genesis, 2,000 years later became a man and had to be taught by humans how to read the book of Genesis. Now this is where you connect the dots, folks. If he wasn't everywhere at once, if he had to be taught how to talk, if he had to be taught how to read, then he wasn't all-knowing. 
at least not yet. Now, all throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, from his baptism onward, the Bible says that he knew all that was in men's hearts. He knew the intimate details of a person's history. After he spoke with the woman at the well, she ran home screaming, He knew me and told me of everything I've ever done. The Bible also records from his baptism onward that he's all-powerful. He heals the sick, raises the dead, controls the weather, walks on water. And he even has the ability to alter solid or liquid matter into anything he wants. When Jesus encounters demons, they are literally terrified of him. But John chapter 2, the recorded miracle that Jesus performs there was his very first miracle. So he didn't grow up with supernatural abilities. If he had, then he really wouldn't have been able to say that he knew what it was like to be human. And that was the whole point, folks. Remember, he's one of us. He chose to be one of us. And when he spent his first moments in the manger, only a few hours old, did he know who he was? And did he know why he was here? Could he remember being with God the Father prior to nine months ago, prior to his conception? Or was his memory and cognitive thinking just like everyone else's is when they're a few hours old? The Bible doesn't say, but if he couldn't be everywhere at once, and if the miracle of Jesus recorded in John 2.11 was his first miracle, as it says it was, we know that. And if he had to learn things, like the book of Hebrews says, we know that. And if he had to be taught how to speak and read, then I think it's very safe to assume that all of the attributes of God were stripped from him by becoming a three-dimensional human. We hear all kinds of legends and myths about the childhood miracles of Jesus, but none of that is in the Bible. Now, there is one attribute of God that Jesus did retain through his transition into humanity. He was sinless. There are several places in the New Testament that says that he never lost his holiness. His real father was God and not man. So Jesus' DNA wasn't impaired with the genetic defect known as sin. Jesus never committed a sin a single day in his life. And this probably served as the greatest sign of proof to him that he was who his parents told him he was. He grew up around other kids. We know Cousin John was one. His brothers James and Jude were others. Mary had other children after Jesus was born. James and Jude were Jesus' brothers. Neither of which, by the way, believed that Jesus was the Messiah until after his resurrection. Eventually, both of them went on to write books for the New Testament. James wrote one and Jude wrote one. Jesus' brothers. Or I guess you could say half-brothers. Jesus and them had the same mother, but different fathers. So Jesus grew up around these people, and it's only human nature for kids to be disobedient, or at least desire to be disobedient. But Jesus didn't have any of that in him. So I'm sure he stuck out like a sore thumb. And with this awareness growing from infancy into childhood and then the teen years, always being tempted, always being given the opportunity, but never even once giving in, never doing the wrong thing, never saying the wrong thing, never ever giving in to a selfish impulse of any kind, anywhere, at any time, for as long as he lived. Now, folks, this is obviously not a human quality. So being self-aware of this huge difference between himself and everyone else as he grew up, I'm sure that made it very easy for him to accept what he had been told by his parents and his Aunt Elizabeth about what really happened during his birth, about how he was conceived while his mother was still a virgin. And being a Jew, he was brought up understanding the Scriptures, the Old Testament. And they have a lot to say about his birth, 
his life, his death, and his resurrection, and his future rule over the universe. And he was wise beyond his years, but that wasn't because he was all wise. It's because he was sinless. Kind of makes you wonder about how much intelligence and wisdom could the human mind hold if it was completely free from sin and totally focused on the way things really are and not focused on the way Satan would have to see them. So yes, Jesus was wise beyond his years, but he wasn't the all-wise, all-knowing, all-seeing God of creation. Not at first. He stripped himself of all that when he became human. When he was a kid, a teenager, and even as he walked up to John to be baptized, I really don't think his own personal memories went back any further than being in his mother's arms as a kid. But all of that changed once the Holy Spirit entered into him at his baptism. And that's what Bible scholars mean when they say that they believe or speculate that it was at his baptism that Jesus came into his full knowledge. For 30 years until he was baptized, he always knew who he was before because of his prayer life, because of his relationship with God the Father, and because of the education he received from his parents and the scriptures. But it wasn't until another member of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, came into him at his baptism that he personally remembered as though... A link that connected him to the other two members of the Trinity, which was severed at his conception, had been restored. It was at that moment that he personally remembered being outside and transcending the universe. He personally remembered creating it. He personally remembered creating the angels and humanity. He remembered Satan's rebellion and Adam's fall. He remembered Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, and Elijah. It all came back to him. He personally remembered everything. He was still the human being that he was before for the past 30 years, but now with that personal experience, he had the personal experience of who he was before then. And it was at that moment that he personally remembered you. And every prayer you've ever prayed, or ever will pray, and every tear you've ever shed or will shed, and every temper tantrum you've ever had or will have. He remembered creating you personally. Psalm 139, verse 13 says, He formed your inward parts and knit you together in your mother's womb. And he remembered his passionate love for you that drove him down here to accomplish what he accomplished. It was then that he became all-knowing again, all-seeing again, and all-powerful again. You know, it's really something. We always talk about the amazing feat that Jesus achieved at the cross because of what that achievement accomplished for us. But we don't often think about what the transcendent second member of the Trinity of God gave up by becoming the three-dimensional man known as Jesus Christ. And even after Jesus regained his memory of who he was and regained all of his godly knowledge, wisdom, love, and power, he still remained a physical man walking around the earth. But he was God. And he had all of the power of God in that little 30-year-old human body walking the surface of our planet with human feet. It's absolutely incredible.